So once you've decided on the type of cannabis business that you're gonna engage in, the next step is to figure out where you're going to do it. So most cities and most jurisdictions now have some form of regulation in place. Well, it's really simple. Either they completely ban it, or they will allow you to do, do it, or they will only allow certain types of activities to take place. A classic example of that would be if you were a manufacturer and you wanted to produce distillate, some jurisdictions will allow you to produce it, but not using any volatile materials. That is what we call a type seven, and the other one is called a type six. So even though they're doing the same thing, some jurisdictions allow you to do both, others only allow you to do one or the other. Very, very important to understand that difference. So now you've picked the type of business, now you've picked where you're going to do that business. And remember that business may not be taking place in your hometown. It may actually take place on the other side of the state because economically it makes more sense. And what I mean by that is, is that it could be a lower tax structure than the, set, the place that you're in right now. You know, um, I just visited the city of Santa Barbara today and they have a tax of 20% um, in the cannabis sector. Well, that's a huge competitive disadvantage to let's just say something like California City or Atlanta, which is between two and 3%. So there's a big discrepancy there and automatically you may have to favor the desert cities above something like Santa Barbara purely because you may not be able to compete in a state market. So it's really important to figure that out. Now, now you have your type of business, you have your location, you've decided where you're gonna operate, it's all perfect. The golden ticket is the building. Now the building may sound easy, but actually is probably one of the most complicated things to get. And that is because you have to meet certain criteria. Criteria number one is that building cannot be anywhere. That building typically is zoned and each jurisdiction creates a zone of where you can operate a cannabis business. Now that zoning also then is broken down into semi-factors such as, well, you're in the zone, but you can't be within 600 feet of a park or 600 feet of a church or 600 feet of a school. Or some, some jurisdictions may say within two or 300 feet of a residence. So there are all of these little hoops that you have to kind of, I guess, jump through to be able to get that perfect building. Now you have the building, then you have to figure out how you're gonna meet your conditional use permit or whatever other requirements the city or the jurisdiction has. They may require you to have a business operating plan. They may require you to provide a community benefit plan. They may require you to do a whole bunch of things that gets that building in compliance, which will allow you to operate. So you kind of like operating a business under very, very much a managed situation. So, you know, you're, you know, you have to be able to have cameras everywhere. You have to basically have uh, 24 hour surveillance. Some places will actually require armed security or security of some kind. So these are things that other businesses are not subject to, but are very, very specific to cannabis. Again, Bobby Appel from Clear Horizon Management Group, uh, hopefully breaking down some of the barriers to entry when it comes to cannabis.